Greetings all, it's Justin Vaughn with Miramed Global Services. Today's article covers the 2022 proposed Medicare fee schedules and how hospitals can be affected. Let's get into it. It's that time of year again. Last week, the government released the 2022 Medicare Physician Fee Schedule, or PFS, proposed rule, or PR, and there are some interesting changes that may be in store for hospitals. The following treatment is based on what we've gleaned thus far from summaries of the PR released by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, and the American Hospital Association, or AHA. Let's first talk about the conversion factor. By way of background here, the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021, or CAA, provided a 3.75% increase in the PFS conversion factor, or CF, for 2021. This one-year increase was meant to offset the rather substantial 10.2% PFS CF decrease that CMS finalized for that year. Because the CAA instructed CMS to ignore the 3.75% increase when determining PFS payment rates for subsequent years, the agency calculated the 2022 CF as though the 3.75% increase never occurred. Thus, CMS proposes a slight decrease in PFS payment rates of 0.14% in 2022. The true change, however, from the final 2021 CF of 34.89 to the proposed 2022 CF of 33.58 is a decrease of 1.31 or 3.89%. This reflects the expiration of the 3.75% payment increase, a 0% update factor as required by the Medicare Access and Ship Reauthorization Act, or MACRA, of 2015, and a budget neutrality adjustment. This next section is entitled appropriate use criteria. The government proposes to delay the payment penalty phase of the appropriate use criteria or AUC program to the later of January 1, 2023 or the January 1 that follows the end of the public health emergency or PHE. The agency seeks comment on the proposed start date for the payment penalty phase of the program and whether it sufficiently accounts for the COVID event. This next section is about telehealth services. This rule includes several proposals to extend temporary coverage of some telehealth services that make permanent coverage and payment for other services. In the 2021 PFS final rule, CMS created a new category, Category 3, for adding services to the approved list of Medicare telehealth services on a temporary basis. The agency also added within that previous rule several services to the Medicare list of telehealth services on a Category 3 basis establishing coverage and payment for those services through the end of the year in which the PHE expires. In the 2022 PR, the agency retains all services added to the Medicare Telehealth Services list on a Category 3 basis until the end of 2023. The PR also addresses telehealth as they relate to mental health services. Specifically, providers would be required to conduct an in-person non-telehealth service within six months prior to providing an initial telehealth mental health service and at least 
once every six months thereafter. This requirement would apply only to the mental health telehealth services delivered to patients in their homes and services delivered to patients in geographical locations beyond those currently authorized for Medicare telehealth services. The PR also allows the use of audio-only communication for the diagnosis, evaluation, or treatment of mental health disorders that are furnished to establish patients in their homes, but only if the beneficiary is unable to use, does not wish to use, or does not have access to two-way audiovisual technology. This next section covers shared visits. The 2022 PR recommends certain refinements in the evaluation and management or ENM rules. Included within these are provisions related to split or shared visits in the facility setting. This is where a physician may see a patient in the morning, for example, and a non-physician practitioner or NPP within that same group practice sees the same patient later in the day. Together, these visits can currently be billed out as one combined encounter under either provider's NPI. The PR, that is the proposed rule, recommends the following changes for these types of visits. Number one, definition of split ENM visits as evaluation and management visits provided in the facility setting by a physician and an NPP in the same group. Number two, the practitioner who provides the substantive portion of the visit, that is more than half of the total time spent, would be the one to bill the visit. Number three, split visits could be reported for new as well as established patients and for initial and subsequent visits as well as prolonged services. Number four, requiring reporting of a modifier on the claim to help ensure program integrity and Number five, documentation in the medical record that would identify the two individuals who performed the visit. The individual providing the substantive portion must sign and date the medical record. This next section is about critical care. Proposed changes within the 2022 PR related to critical care services include the following. Number one, use American Medical Association or AMA CPT preferatory language as the definition of critical care visits, including bundled services. Number two, allow critical care services to be furnished concurrently to the same patient on the same day by more than one practitioner representing more than one specialty, and that critical care services can be furnished as split or shared visits. Number three, no other e visit can be billed for the same patient on the same date as a critical care service when the services are furnished by the same practitioner or by practitioners in the same specialty and same group to account for overlapping resource costs. Number four, critical care visits cannot be reported during the same time period as a procedure with a global surgical period. That's huge. That's going to make a difference. All right, this next, next section is entitled Rural Health Clinics and Federally Qualified Health Centers. The PR allows RHCs and FQHCs to deliver mental health services via telehealth after the COVID PHE flexibilities expire. Under this proposal, RHCs and FQHCs would be allowed to report and receive payment for mental health visits furnished via real-time telecommunication technology in the same way they currently do for in-person visits. 
This would include audio-only visits when the beneficiary is not capable of or does not consent to the use of video technology. This next section is about Medicare provider enrollment. CMS proposes several revisions to the provider enrollment regulations, including number one, expanding the agency's authority to deny or revoke a provider's or supplier's Medicare enrollment. Number two, establishing certain rebuttal procedures for procedures and suppliers whose Medicare billing privileges have been deactivated. And number three, exempting certain types of independent diagnostic testing facilities from several such supplier standards. Now, due to the amount of material covered in the 1,747-page PR, we will be providing further details in a future alert. For now, if you have questions about this topic, you can contact us at info at miramedgs.com. Thanks so much.